Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. What's good, people? This is your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered, always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, rate, and share it, and while you're at it, tell your friends tell their friends to do the same thing you can find me on instagram facebook or twitter at live with big bruh and remember they can hold you but they can't stop you big bruh out the podcast you're about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language disturbing topics abusive opinions generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people so, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Uh, this episode's going to be a little more random, sort of, than a lot of the other ones. Not quite as centrally thematic, a lot of those smaller sound bites. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, it kind of ties back into the themes of stupidity that I have touched on in the past. More particularly, it touches on the you-have-got-to-be-shitting-me aspect of the things because I was reading an article online today about a woman who, making a TikTok video trying to make herself famous, decided to put Gorilla Glue spray glue in her hair. Now, Gorilla Glue is a permanent fixture-type glue. It's one of the strongest glues on the market. It is a permanent adhesive. It has a big warning right on the label that says, keep it off your skin, do not make contact with your eyes, blah, 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 blah. It's very irritating to your skin. I've gotten Gorilla Glue on my skin before. I've glued my fingers together with the shit before and had to cut them apart with an X-Acto knife. Simple fact of the matter is, to deliberately put this shit in your hair has got to be one of the most prime examples of stupid shit I have heard in months I mean, the pandemic kind of seemed to tone things back, even though a lot of people were doing dumb shit because they were going out of their minds with boredom. They weren't deliberately doing something stupid because they thought it was gonna, they were going to be on some hot new trend or whatever the hell this broad was thinking. And it's not like it was somebody young. This woman is 40 years old. She should friggin' know better at this point. But no, she puts Gorilla Glue in her hair, and then she winds up starting a GoFundMe so she can retain legal counsel to look into suing the manufacturers of Gorilla Glue. The, uh, just the arrogance, you did some dumbass shit, and she delayed, as my understanding, she delayed going to seek medical treatment for having permanent bonding matter in her hair, on her scalp. It did damage to her hair and her scalp. It says right on the label, do not get it on your skin. Hair is an ex Your hair follicles are an extension of your dermis layer of your skin. They are part of your skin. If you are deliberately putting shit that it says do not get on your skin in your hair, you are a moron. I And I just recently, like I said, I learned about this today. And I was, I'm not sure exactly when it happened. I, I got so frustrated reading the article, I had to stop because... 
I was afraid I was going to blow a gasket. Like, literally, I was going to have a vein pop in my head because this, these are exactly the kind of people I have been talking about from the jump. Not only are they morons, but they want other people to pick up the tab for them being fucking idiots. Deliberately did something dumb and wants the company that made the product they used to pay the bill. I honestly, part of me hopes she does try and sue them, walks into the courtroom, has some real attorneys who would know better on the other side of the council because whoever takes this case has got to know it's a loser walking through the door. The company already released a statement that more or less said, you're a fucking idiot and good luck. Good luck and Godspeed because we're not paying you. So if she does actually try and sue these people, I hope she goes into court. I hope the judge throws the book at her, makes her pay restitution, and not only does she lose every cent that she crowdsourced to get lawyers, but she has to pay them and the company's attorneys. That is just, that is right, because she's a moron and being stupid should be painful. Being an idiot should have consequences to teach people to stop being so damn stupid. It may be petty, it may be mean, it may be spiteful, but that is sincerely and truly something I believe. You should be liable for the consequences of your own dumbass actions. It's nobody else's fault you're stupid. Maybe you'll learn something if you do something stupid. Or if you do something stupid enough, you'll Darwin yourself out of the equations, and then we won't have to worry about you anymore. My only hope is if you're that damn stupid, you don't have kids before you take yourself out. Because you don't need to be populating the, the planet with your defective genetic material. Okay, so the second thing I want to touch on is something that just kind of has to go with this scenario. The biggest football game of the year for American League football was this past weekend. I don't need to say the name. Everybody knows the name of the game. I have heard rumors that they can be petty and litigious if you use their trademarked terms. So the big game that just happened, uh, I didn't watch it to be completely honest. I'm not saying that to be one of those people who's like, oh, I don't even watch sports or anything. I like football. I like watching football. I enjoy it. However, I had some other shit to do, and I didn't have a dog in this fight. I didn't particularly care for either team. Not a fan of any of the particular things that are going on. I'm not really happy with the way football has been going in the past few years. To certain extents, I'm not one of those people that's all bent out of shape because the players wanted to protest. They want to protest good on them. You want to take a knee during the anthem? That's your choice. That's your prerogative. You get to live with the fallout of those actions and the people you're pissing off that by doing that, but you have that right. I'm not holding that against them. It's just they've added so many with all these extra challenging calls and all the other bullshit they're putting in the game. It's making it more drawn out. It's taking some of the action out of the game. Some of the rules of really... I'm old school. I like the Monsters of the Midway. I like the old school hard-nosed Bears. That's a good team. I like the old school 49ers when they were the West Coast offense and they were unstoppable because it was great, entertaining football to watch. This this year, meh. I didn't watch the game. I don't care. I've spoken to a few people that did watch the game. Not a single one of them was like, oh my god, it was amazing. There were some people that were particularly thrilled with the outcome. There were people I know that had money on the game that were happy that they covered the spread. There were people that won money because they called the right winner. 
There are people I know that lost money because they bet on certain players getting injured and it didn't happen. There's a lot of, you know, variables here. But the simple fact of the matter is, if I would have watched the game this year, I would have been one of those people watching more for the commercials and for the halftime show, both of which I heard were more or less disappointments. I talked to a couple people today at work, you know, how was your weekend? Did you watch the game? What would you think? And literally every single person I talked to said, eh, you didn't miss anything. So, you know, that's a shame. It really is. It's seeing the degradation of something I really like. And it makes me think, you know, watching semi-pro games and maybe Arena League or whatever else, there's 9 million sports channels available now. You can find other stuff to watch. Me, I like watching rugby personally. It's, It's a fun sport without a bunch of extra stuff aimed at preserving your health and your well-being you're still playing in shorts and a, and a jersey and getting an eyeball gouged every scrum so you know i'm not losing a lot of sleep over missing the big game whoopty friggin do like i said i had shit to do so that is going to be more or less my Aaron summary of the big game weekend didn't watch it don't care from what I heard, I didn't really miss anything. Even the commercials were subpar this year. So, no loss, no skin off my ass. Moving on to the next thing I'm going to talk about. All right, the next little random thing that's been rolling around in my head is something I've noticed. Uh, I've, If you've been listening to the show on anything resembling a regular basis, you know I've been kind of involved. Particularly before I went back to work, I was really involved in social media interacting with other independent podcasts other other people that are doing it as a hobby or working out of their basements or their garages or their closets or wherever it is they find room to set up and record something and i've dealt with people that have big fancy recording setups i've dealt with people that are recording everything and doing all their editing and everything on their smartphones i've heard amazing shows come out of people's smartphones with no real equipment that have really good quality content and, you know, fair to middling audio quality. I've heard some amazingly well-produced, well-edited, well-recorded, no echo, no feedback, no nothing podcasts that were dull as shit because they're put out with people that have thousands of dollars tied up in gear and literally nothing to say and no, no hook, nothing to draw in. They're just way too convinced that buying all this shit is automatically going to put a magically wonderful podcast that people are going to want to hear in their in their possession and it's kind of got me thinking this is one of those things i have started sticking in promos for other shows this is not a compensated thing this is not a tit for tat these are shows i've listened to and i've said you know i want people to hear these things so i'm going to do what little bit i can to get the word out there and that's the same thing with The podcasts and the lists and the referrals and the retweets and the recommendations and everything else I'm doing through social media, which has been dialed back due to me being back to work. But it's something I still try and get done at least a little bit every day because these are things I enjoy. And I'm one of those people, if I enjoy something, I want other people to see it and other people to decide for themselves whether or not they might enjoy it. And that way we encourage and we support each other and we encourage growth. And like I said, this is not something I do for compensation or for any kind of, I don't want, it's not, you know, you talk about my show and I'll talk about your show. It's, these are things I like. Why not? These are shows I listen to and I think other people should check them out too. I found something redeeming in every program that I have endorsed or plugged or pushed on this show. 
and I want people to hear that and to be able to enjoy it and appreciate it as well. Now, that being said, I understand some people are trying to do this because they're trying to make it a hustle or a career or supplemental income, and I get that. And there are a lot of different venues and routes you can take to that respect. You can make merch, you can get cool logos and stuff and sell cool stuff to the people that listen to your show and actually like it. You can get sponsorships and endorsements. You can sell advertising in your podcast. And I understand that too. But I've noticed something with a few shows, particularly a couple that I liked that started out real simple and you know pretty basic people doing it for shits and giggles, kind of like myself. And I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say it's wrong or whatever else. But one of the reasons I got away from commercial media like radio and broadcast television and stuff like that I pay for streaming services. I pay for premium subscriptions to different streaming services. I pay for premium subscriptions to online music streaming because I don't want to hear more ads than I do entertainment. And when I'm listening to other podcasts and I hear an ad or two stuck in there, I think, okay, cool, good on you. You've you got a sponsor. You're getting enough traffic to justify somebody putting something in your pocket for a little bit. Good for you. I don't fault anybody that does it a little bit. But I have noticed in certain circumstances it's gotten a little excessive. You're taking a little bit of little bit of success and putting way too much spin on it and trying to way overstretch how much it's worth. And I know that's not entirely on the creators at all times. It, it can depend on a lot of factors, and these are things I know because I'm in a similar position. Who your host is affects that. If it's... A, your terms of service can affect how many ads are stuck in your show and with some of these companies even where the ads are stuck in they're not like they don't listen to the flow and content of the audio and they're just randomly stuck in there at intervals determined by whatever algorithms they have set up to decide this is where this ad goes and I find that really kind of disjarring when I'm listening to a show and all of a sudden the host or the guest or whoever happens to be talking will be cut off mid-sentence, you know, mid-word sometimes by these logarithms, sticking an ad in in the middle of a thought. And, like, I do all my editing and all my programming stuff myself. Like I said, this is a hobby. I don't have a staff. I don't have a crew. And I'm damn sure not paying anybody to do it for me because it's not like this is bringing cash in. This is not bringing any net income in i'm already operating at a loss i'm not trying to compound that by paying somebody else to do this shit that i can figure out myself but getting off of that tangent i also have my hosting through a service where they're not sticking random ads in in the middle of me talking and the ad that the one ad that is getting stuck in there on a regular basis that is through my you know a sponsorship through my host that I read, I recorded, and it's my voice, I decide where it goes in the show every time. So it's not coming in at just random ass popping in intervals. That shit is completely irritating to me. And that part I get, though. Like I said, that's kind of out of the creator's control. But there's a couple of shows I've listened to, and I'm not trying to shame or embarrass anybody here, but I've noticed it's gotten to the point where you're putting out a 25-minute episode, and you have four commercial breaks in your 25-minute episode, each one running at least 45 seconds. Therefore, you're actually only putting out about 20 minutes of content. And 
I don't want to be like, oh my God, this free shit is not free enough. That's why I don't complain about some ads. But you got to keep the ratio kind of decent if you're going to do it. I mean, realistically, even broadcast standards that have way bigger overheads to cover than somebody recording in their house don't make the numbers that off. In a half-hour show, you only get about 28 minutes of programming. Yeah, that's to cover all the overhead of having a broadcast facility, having studios, having to pay actors, having to pay writers, having to pay editors, having to pay grips, having to pay television crew. The entire expense is offset by those extra four or five minutes. If you don't have all those expenses, you really don't need to try and run all those ads. And it's just, it's petty, it's little, it's annoying, and it's just something that I wanted to get off my chest. And in a related note, we're going to pause for a minute. We're going to stick in my annoying repetitive ad that everyone's probably sick of hearing. And I've noticed it seems to be the cutoff mark, according to the metrics, for a lot of people that do listen to the program. They shut it off when they hear me saying, we'll be back in a minute after these quick words from our sole sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, so thanks for bearing with me and listening to that. If you're still here, you're fantastic, you're amazing, you're in the friggin' minority. On the other hand, I could be completely wrong about that, too, because I'm not entirely sure how much I trust the analytics that are provided to me by my host. But you get what you pay for, and I'm working on a non-payment subscription. So that is what it is. Uh, Okay, so the last thing I really want to talk about in this episode... And I know this is probably, I've kind of touched on it before when I was talking about how the kind of callback to people are always talking about how things used to be better. And in a lot of ways, I honestly am one of those people, maybe I'm getting old, but I really do think certain things used to be better. I do think things were a lot more solid when accountability and responsibility were things that were stressed rather than everybody worrying about keeping their feelings safe and making sure that nobody gets their feelings hurt, nobody gets offended, nobody gets their nose out of joint because somebody said or did something they don't agree with. The overabundancy of PC and just ridiculous expectations that this world has gotten to where everyone is afraid of having their feelings hurt, nobody wants to kind of just shut the fuck up and grow a thicker skin. Everybody's gotten so soft and delicate and fragile, and I really do not think that's a change for the better. But I do actually, after some of my recent interactions through social media, again with the same bunch of you know amateur podcasters and all the other people I've been interacting with on social media because let's play, face it for a lot of us that has replaced our social lives now that things are starting to get back to normal maybe we're going to all start to remember how things were but I think it has become a very real part of a lot of our lives and we're not all going to just walk away from it completely I can see it dialing back I can see 
the severity and the intensity of these things becoming less significant to a lot of us as we return to a closer semblance of normal. But personally, I really enjoy a lot of the people I met during my time of expanding my social media presence, which is something for a long time I swore I wasn't going to do just because I didn't want to disconnect from the real world. But when the option was taken away, it was kind of nice that it was there. I met some really cool people. I don't want them to stop being a part of my routine or a part of my life because the situation has changed and all of a sudden we can go back outside, which is not a full-on thing just yet, but we're heading in that direction. And if you look at the numbers, all the COVID cases, there have been significant drops. They're not getting reported because the fact that every more or less every state has started to post significant reductions in new cases and the mortalities are kind of falling off because people who were going to die from it kind of did and it's shitty and it's terrible and it's a really rotten way to go and I feel bad for those people but at the same time the media is not reporting the decline in new cases the media is not reporting that we're approaching herd immunity even though the vaccines are just starting to be distributed and they're doing a piss poor job of that on top of everything else you know, these morons can't handle anything else, and yet people seem to think they should be given more control. But this, I really didn't want to start ranting about the government in this particular segment. What I want to talk about, and like I said, I've kind of got a little, as much as I despair for the future of this planet and of the human race, I think there's a really good chance we'll take ourselves out before the planet ends of its own volition. Uh, whatever comes after us hopefully does a better job of being stewards of the planet instead of a bunch of parasitic fuckheads like we seem determined to be. But I'm not going to preach on that either. It's just kind of a a side thought. The thing is, I've been interacting with a lot of people online recently, like I've said repeatedly over the course of this show. And like I said, I've met some really cool people. I've met some people that have actually returned a certain degree of faith in humanity to me. Because I see people that are willing to be open-minded, willing to discuss things that they don't necessarily agree with, but they're willing to discuss them like adults instead of just sitting there acting like petulant little children when it's their turn to talk. And it's got me thinking about how a lot of older people are generally earmarked as, you know, they're talking about the good old days and they're talking about all this other stuff. And I've noticed in a significant population of the younger people I've been interacting with, the ones that are technically around my kid's age or younger or a little older, but closer to his generation than they are to mine, as it were. And there's a certain kind of, they have a nostalgia or a sense of callback to, you know, my my glory days, my time when we were kind of coming up. And I think every generation has that to a certain extent. They sit there and they look at the previous generation and go, oh, this was awesome, that was awesome. But, you know, things are going this direction now. And they kind of, there's that we got to move forward because we have to. And there are things that we do have to move forward on, and that's a good thing to see that movement. But on the other side of that, recently I've noticed a lot of people talking about, well, things were better back then. And a lot of the issues they're bringing up are these things that I've been talking about, the things where they're saying they're sick of people always blaming somebody else. They're sick of people not owning up to the fact that they did something friggin' stupid. They're sick of having to accommodate their lives to offset someone else's bullshit. And 
it's kind of refreshing to see these younger kids having that mentality of, I will acknowledge your difference, I will respect your feelings and your opinions to the extent that they're not infringing on my life, but I'm not going to live my life by your standards. And that is really kind of what we need to be reaching for. That's what we need to be going for. We need to respect each other without infringing upon each other. We need to mind our own damn business a little more often. We need to realize people are not always going to agree with us, and that's okay as long as they respect the fact that if my life isn't impacting you, it's none of your damn business. If my life does impact you, well, then you have a right to have something to say about it. But if I'm not hurting anybody and I'm not doing anything that affects you, mind your own, move along, shut the hell up. It's really not a super complicated concept. And I've noticed that a lot of these kids that seem to be embracing the more personal responsibility and personal accountability also kind of fit into something that I've said in the past. I'm sure I'll say it again in the future. There's actually a story behind it, and at some point I will probably tell that story, and then you guys can judge as you'll see fit. But I've said it in a prior episode, and it still fits. It still applies. It's been a phrase I've used a lot over the course of my life, and that simple phrase is, Less apologizing and more shutting the fuck up. Making apologies doesn't change anything unless you back it up with actions. Saying you're sorry without actually being sorry for whatever the issue is, is not an apology. And more importantly, not modifying your behavior, not changing that issue. If you keep doing the same shit over and over again, it doesn't matter how many times you apologize. So seriously, stop apologizing. Shut the fuck up. And it seems like these kids get it. They they realize false apologies are meaningless. They realize that saying you're going to do something over and over again without actually delivering on it is pointless. It's gotten to the point where I've actually seen some of these younger people looking at these same bunch of p- political assholes that irritate the Christ out of me that really make me feel like tars and fe- tar and feathers is a good investment for the future. These people haven't been run out of town on a rail in a long time, and it shows. And these kids are no longer accepting the bullshit. They are willing to call them out when they're out there trying to stir up all this bullshit and virtue signaling and all this other horseshit and over-exemplifying their own virtues and their track records against it. And people are finally starting to call these assholes out on this shit. And granted, it's being done in a medium which I don't necessarily think is effective from what I can tell, but with the change in the social norms and the change in the way we interact with each other, maybe it's a more valid than it used to be. And, you know, all these memes that are floating around calling out people for their bullshit, they're not just lighthearted little jokes anymore. There is, like, some potent stings in these things. There are legitimate concerns being called to light and things that are being handled. And, yes, it's in a humorous way, but it's significant truths behind the matter. And nobody's shrugging it off and just going, oh, you're being paranoid, you're being stupid. People are finally starting to acknowledge how fucked up some of these situations are. And they're starting to call for change. And maybe, just maybe, if we can keep them on task and we can keep them focused and we can keep the assholes that are running the show from distracting them, there might actually be some hope for things. They are more socially conscious and more developed in that respect than a lot of previous generations have been for a long time. They are more aware, but we have to, those of us that are cynical old bastards and at this point jaded and bitter 
have to keep this guided and steered and stop them from getting buffaloed by the assholes that have generations of practice at manipulating and controlling us. And those of us that are bitter and angry and have been labeled all the other things, kooks and conspiracy theorists and whatever, we have to work to keep this momentum rolling. So that is the last thing I'm going to talk about in this episode. I'm going to button it up, try and keep it neat, support indie podcasters, check out the website, check out the social media, get in touch with me. Please reach out to me, talk to me. I love hearing from people. I love hearing ideas and suggestions, comments, concerns. Even if you think I suck and I'm an asshole and I'm a moron and I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about. As long as you're respectful in how you tell me that I'm an asshole or a moron or an arrogant prick or whatever other opinion you have about me, I'm more than happy to have a discussion with you about it. So that being said, for now, be good to each other, take care of each other, and that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.